Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy explores simple compassion. Welcome. Today I'd like to explore further the topic of compassion. I've been thinking a lot about the word compassion, and it seems pretty daunting and overwhelming. It's so easy to think when you hear the word compassion that it's really an overwhelmingly huge project to kind of feel compassion for all the suffering that's around us in the world. And it can be almost freezing. We we can freeze when we see the immensity of issues and problems. We can just not know where to start. And the the frustration of being unable to really fix the world (laughs) in the way we might like, can can just stop us in our, our tracks. Meanwhile, while we're thinking all of the great gestures of compassion that we could imagine we wish we could do, we also miss the uh, small and ordinary and daily acts of compassion that really do affect our world, affect ourselves, and affect others. So compassion isn't only about fixing things. Some of the hardest compassion to feel is for things that we cannot fix. Can we be with a suffering that is not fixable, but just is? That indeed is a form of compassion, for sure. This kind of bearing witness or being present with suffering is something that comes up for, for instance, people who work in hospice, who spend time with dying or very sick people. In hospice work, oftentimes you find yourself simply sitting with someone who is suffering or is passing from this life. Just sitting there with the situation, accepting the situation as it is, being present in that situation. And it can seem like that's doing nothing, really. What are you doing? You're not really helping the situation. But at the same time, over and over again, you hear that that simple act of being with someone, being with someone as they are going through what they're going through is felt strongly and is a strong feeling of healing energy. Not healing in the sense of curing or miracle change of situation, but a quality of deep acceptance. Just seeing someone as they are going through what they're going through. And I think we underestimate the power of that kind of presence You say the power of being present, not judging, not fixing, not frustrated, not running away, not hiding, not distancing, but with another person, with another person, just as it is. Often people think if they can't cure something, cure someone or fix something, then that's it. You might as well just leave. But that point may be where compassion is actually needed the most. It can feel as though our heart simply is not big enough to hold the suffering of another being, to hold the suffering around us, or even to hold the suffering within us. How big is our heart? We can feel so incapable of having such a heart. But when you can hold suffering, even a little bit, when we can hold suffering, we can in many ways relieve the suffering of ourselves and others. We can hold it. We can embrace it. We can exercise our compassion in a very simple way of just holding, feeling the heart, letting the heart actually feel what is there, simply 
and gently. Compassion is also about simple human connection. Human connection, simply seeing another person. Many people don't feel seen. We sometimes don't feel seen. And that is incredibly painful and alienating. The world can seem pretty harsh with people everywhere rushing around with our own agendas, our own agendas, trying to get through the day. And in that kind of orientation, other people really are not seen at all. They're just kind of in the way of us trying to get accomplished our important list of errands or whatever we're trying to do. We may deal with the cashier at the store or the clerk at the post office, but they're not really seen at all. They're just there to either obstruct or to further our agenda and help us get our projects completed. They're just there to help us or to obstruct us. But here's a beautiful thing. Compassion doesn't need to take any time at all. It doesn't mean we have to not get things done and uh, accomplish our agendas and objectives. Compassion is a momentary thing that completely shifts the energy I'm talking about small gestures. It could be simply a glance, simply a recognition of a human being who, like you, is, is suffering and is has dreams and hopes and aspirations. Simply connection, tiniest thing, just seeing someone on an equal level, not higher, not lower, just like you, another human being trying to get through the day. Just those little moments of connection. They're so subtle, but they ripple forward. I think most of us have had the experience of suddenly when we're so caught up in the complexities of our own dramas that something just momentarily interrupts that and something softens and expands out and changes our feeling for the whole day in the same way that being dissed or not seen and disregarded can shadow our day, ripple through the rest of the day for us bring us down. So it's good not to underestimate the power of that simple connection, because I think that's really a seed of compassion at its core. And in some ways, I think it's maybe even more important than the grand compassionate heal the world projects that we may aspire to or more likely just imagine. Here, it's on the spot. It's immediate. It's simple. Simple as a smile. It's not a big deal but it incredibly changes things for ourselves and for those we're encountering. You can feel it when you feel yourself tightening, closing down, closing off others that are in your way, so to speak. This simple compassion is always a possibility. We just need to remind ourselves. We need to interrupt our own closed heart and allow moments of opening and extending outward. So those are some thoughts on compassion. So I hope that you recognize the potential of compassion as a fundamental shift of energy, on the spot, immediate, and simple. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.